Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's perhaps your first interaction with the philosophy of Stoicism. The ancient philosophy that is making a strong comeback in the 21st century, and for very good reason. Sometimes we try to figure things out on our own, or reinvent the wheel. But there are things that work and don't require any reinvention. We just have to learn them, implement them, and live. Welcome to The Gentleman's Brotherhood. I am your host, Juan Sepulveda. This is a show where we aim to help every man become a better man today. Sometimes we're so preoccupied by what other people say and do. More preoccupied by what happens in other people's minds than understanding what's happening inside of ours. We may become so distressed with things not being how we wish they were instead of accepting the world as it is and not acting surprised whenever it disappoints us. Listen to this quote. It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own. That quote is by Marcus Aurelius. He was a very influential member in this constellation of influential Stoic philosophers. I'll tell you some details about him, but first, I wanted to say thank you to all of those who support us on Patreon because they make shows like this possible. Later on the show, I'll let you know what they unlock by offering us their support by visiting patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. First of all, what is Stoicism? Stoicism is a philosophy that has a multitude of principles. Among the important principles of the Stoic philosophy, we can find the belief that we are not in control over external things. We only have control over our own selves. This helps you build a mindset where you focus on the things that you have some sort of influence over, as opposed to always looking outward and trying to change people, trying to change events or trying to change circumstances. You focus more on what is it about you that you can adjust in order to get things to, to move in the way that you expect them. Another core principle of Stoicism is the priority we need to give to reducing and eliminating negative emotions from our daily life. You see, many times we're bogged down by all these thoughts that are negative in nature. Worry, anger, envy. All of these are very toxic and very detrimental to our mental peace, detrimental to our relationships. They become obstacles in our progress through life. And getting control over our negative emotions, recognizing them and controlling them becomes a very important priority. Another principle that is related to the first one I mentioned is that we have to take responsibility for ourselves. Stop blaming things, uh, factors or characters outside of our own existence for whatever is happening to our life. Questioning, oh, why is this happening to me? Who did I hurt in order for, for life to put these obstacles in my life? Stop looking for external reasons for the things that happen in your life and look and take responsibility for, for yourself and everything that you have control over. The next principle is one that I think it's very important for us to implement 
whether we're Stoic philosophers or not, but given today's society, and it's that no man is an island. We are part of a larger constitution of, of individuals, and coming together and co cooperating, collaborating, makes a significant impact in the quality of our life, the quality of the community, and the society that we participate in. Now, let's explore where Stoicism comes from. It is a philosophy that is founded in the 3rd century BCE. It has a high emphasis on practical prescriptions rather than just theoretical thoughts. This is something that you can implement into your life through observation and practice that should have an immediate impact in the quality of your life, the quality of your thoughts and the quality of your actions. The term Stoicism comes from the Greek stoa poikile, which means painted porch. It is called that because its founder, Zeno, used to teach his followers in the stoa or the porch in the colonnade in Greece. The term Stoicism comes from the Greek stoa poikile, which means painted porch, the place from which Zeno, the founder of Stoicism, would teach his students. Imagine the followers of this thought school gathering around a beautifully painted colonnade in the Agora of Athens. Now, I'll share some insights into some of the influential people that we've come to learn through the years that followed Stoicism. The one I just mentioned, which is its founder, Zeno of Sidium, he has a quote that says, We have two ears and one mouth, so we should listen more than we say. Does that sound familiar to you? I'm pretty sure you've heard that before. Well, it is attributed to, to Zeno, the founder of Stoicism. Zeno lived in the third century BCE, and he was a wealthy merchant. His father was a merchant before him, so he had experience and a legacy in that specific craft. But one day, he was involved in a significant shipwreck where he lost pretty much everything. And he was... Uh, as it's described, left stranded. In that process, he was able to come in contact with some teachings that made him realize that these material possessions he just lost, those were the things that made him happy. So he began a life journey of exploring philosophy, exploring the true meaning of, of life. How could we have a more significant and a more fulfilling experience in the world. See how instead of feeling, having a sense of loss and despair for losing practically everything, he was able to recognize that these externalities were not the things that made him who he was. So for the next 25 years, he spent his energy and his every living time teaching and studying philosophy. Another very influential Stoic philosopher was Epictetus. And a quote of him that I really enjoy says, no man is free who is not master of himself. This is a man who knew a thing or two about slavery. He himself lived life as a slave before being freed and beginning a journey of learning and teaching philosophy. 
He obtained his freedom shortly after the death of Nero and dedicated almost 25 years of his life to teaching philosophy in Rome. He further developed the Stoic principles that we've inherited through history, so we have this man to thank for it. Another very influential person in the development of the Stoic philosophy was Marcus Aurelius. I want to start with this quote from Marcus Aurelius, who says, Art thou angry with him whose armpits stink? Art thou angry with him whose mouth smells foul? What good will this anger do to thee? This is an excerpt from Marcus Aurelius's Meditations. The point of it is that being angry or having these negative emotions for things that we should expect, things that happen in nature, is disproportionate. It's not, it doesn't contribute anything positive to your own life. Now, I have a confession about that quote. One of my research partners suggested it. And at first glance, I thought it would be inappropriate for me to mention armpits and foul-smelling breath in the gentleman's brotherhood. Not gentlemanly enough, I thought. But then I wonder, what would the Stoics think about the quote and my hesitation to bring it to you? Just because of what you would think of it. So I went with it. Marcus Aurelius was a Roman emperor in the second century CE. He is known as the last of the five good emperors. He's also known to us and recognized as the influential practitioner of Stoic philosophy because the work we inherited from him titled Meditations. But this has a very interesting story because this publication of his thoughts, his musings, meditations, uh, it was intended to be a private journal. Fortunately, despite him being clear of his wishes for that to be destroyed upon his death, someone had the foresight to ignore his wishes and gifted us his magnum opus. Now, how do you think he would feel about this betrayal? If he knew that disobeying his wishes was a possibility, he should not have been surprised, right? Or angry. That would not have been the stoic way to look at it. He had no control over these externalities. It just happened, and we're bitter by it. The next influential man was Seneca. This was a wealthy Roman senator who served during the reign of Nero, one of the most infamous emperors in Roman history. One of his most notable works is referred to today as Letters from a Stoic. Similar to, med to Meditations of Marcus Aurelius, this collection is also private correspondence written by Seneca to other people. Seneca would arguably be one of the most relatable of the Stoic philosophers that we discuss here because he was m more of a normal, um, had a more normal approach to some things. Uh, if you think about wealth, for example, he talked about that it wasn't necessary for us to be divested of all of our earthly possessions in order to live a virtuous life. He was able to explain how even through wealth, we were able to live a stoic life and still be of positive consequence to the people that surrounded us. I wanted to express my gratitude to everyone who has listened to The Gentleman's Brotherhood and shared our podcast with other people. People like you make it possible for us to reach new young men who can benefit from these kinds of conversations. If you find this content valuable, please like it, share it, subscribe it, all the good things. Now, I want to mention one of the more modern influences in the Stoic movement, and this is one of our contemporaries. This is a 
uh, a young man called Ryan Holiday. He is the man behind DailyStoic.com. He's the author of Enemy, uh, Ego is the Enemy, The Obstacle is the Way, Stillness is the Key, among many others. I'm going to share links to these books here in the description, but full disclosure, using these links may result in a small commission to us, but this has no bearing on our recommendations and you're helping this show through your purchase, so thank you. One popular criticism of Stoicism is that it seems to lack a certain call to moral action and possibly promotes civil apathy. Ryan Holiday, on the other hand, consistently makes the case for the contrary. He cites the works of the big three in Stoicism, Epictetus, Marcus Aurelius, and Seneca. And through, through it, he shows that it's not just apathy for the things that are happening or, well, what it be will be, but it's more, uh, it gives you an opportunity to focus only on the things that you can control, the things that you have influence over. So this doesn't mean just throw your hands up and forget the people in need, forget the poor, forget the, the oppressed. That's not what this means. This means that there are things that you have control over and there are things that you don't and there are things that you can influence with your efforts. So focus on those things. The topic of stoicism is one that could take us weeks after weeks after weeks of, of discussion. And this is just a crash introduction into it because I think we can engage in a conversation in the comments section or through social media that can help us explore a little bit more of how this philosophy can help a gentleman become better every day. It also can help us uh, communicate so that we can make sense of the things that happen in our environment and how should we deal with them. I want to give a special thanks to Chris Rodriguez for his invaluable contributions to this episode. Now, I would like to hear from you. Is there something you want to do, but you haven't done it because you are too worried about what people may say or think about you? Are there any recent instances where you expected something different from a situation when you knew better? Let me know in the comments. I look forward to reading your responses. As promised earlier in the, in the episode, I wanted to let you know about some of the things that you can unlock by becoming a supporter of this channel on Patreon. First, I want to say thank you to our new subscribers that just recently joined us. They make programs like this possible. They help us with the equipment, with the services that we need to pay for in order to spread this information to new people. So among the things that they enjoy, they get early access to episodes. They get a vote and, vo and a voice in the topics that we discuss. They get some behind the scenes footage. They get first dibs on pretty much anything that we do. And also there is an exclusive pin, a lapel pin that you can wear from the Gentleman's Brotherhood. So if you wanna learn more details about supporting this work that you enjoy, please visit patreon.com slash If you choose to support us in any way, even if it's by liking and sharing this episode, Whatever choice you make on supporting our work, thank you. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. And until next time, I wish you courage and courtesy.